This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Are you ready? I'm saying, are you ready? Good morning, good afternoon, good night, goodbye. Hello, welcome along. It's sloppy seconds. It is because 
and I am wearing this top and this hat in honour of the fact that it was the FA Cup fourth round draw earlier. Um, if you were with me then and you're with me now, like I say, sloppy seconds, welcome back. If you're not, welcome along. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, I mean, you know, Dave has his finger on the pulse and the problem is I don't think that pulse ever gets a reading. Uh, just, just to let Dave know what's going on. Uh, we've got Hull City or Birmingham City. Uh, in the next round, but we are at home, so we're going to be talking about that as well as many other things as well um, during the course of the evening. Uh, if you are new, please do subscribe, um, and if you're new or not, or even if you're old, please smash the likes button. It does really help the channels. Uh, it gets us seen in places where we're not normally seen, uh, like behind the bushes at Vicky Park on a Sunday night, but we won't go into that. Uh, look, I've got a few guests with me. We've got special guests as well. But first of all, let me bring my first guest on. What can I say? Lovely blonde hair. Good looking. Always polite and a pleasure to talk to. Dave, how you doing, mate? Oh, me. Yes. yes. I was expecting uh, the other gorgeous blonde. You know, <laughs> I mean, there's, I mean, there's two. I mean... <laughs> How are I you did. doing, sir? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I didn't watch the cup draw. Well, um, I was live. You, you know. You, yeah, you sorry, mate. I didn't realise. So, yeah. You, know, you, know, you can come on and support me, but Thank do you. you? No, no, you don't. I will. You don't hey, I listen from seven o'clock in the morning. What more do you want? <laughs> yeah, it's only because you're of an age where you have to get up that early because your bladder <laughs> wakes you up. Uh, at the you. moment, that's two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock. <laughs> That's why I do the morning radio show because I'm always up at that time <laughs> as well. No, uh, good, have a good Christmas, sir. Yeah, good, good. Um, and, and, and of course, Happy New Year to you. Yes, indeed. You know. Indeed, we should have had a, a party or something, shouldn't we? We 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 should have had we should have had a New Year's quiz. Yeah, good point. You know, that's as after well, say success of the Christmas. One, I don't think before. you'd have asked me back, though, to be honest. <laughs> Certainly, you wouldn't have asked Craig back, otherwise, we'd still be here <laughs> next next New Year. But anyway, I thought, I thought you joked about Craig, but it's brilliant. I mean, <laughs> he goes off. You think I can talk? He yeah. goes off on one complete, utter. He's worse than you, Dave. Let me just say that. He's you know. a guy that you want to be in the pub with, isn't he, really? Because you wouldn't have to speak. He lives down the road from me. <laughs> we keep, we've been trying to arrange a drink for about six oh, months. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. All we're doing is talking about it. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. But anyway, talking um, talking about sausages, and I think we were. Let's bring in the lady that loves to have uh, play a little game of hide the sausage. Uh, let's see. <laughs> yes, she is. Kate, good evening. Hi, hi, happy new year. A happy new year to you. Did you have plenty of sausages over the Christmas period? Absolutely, it'd be rude not to, wouldn't it? Well, I think so. And what about Brussels? Brussels, not so much, no. Although every time I have a Brussels, I think of Dave. <laughs> I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. But... Is that bad? Hang on, hang on. I'm just no. going to have to... Uh... So every time you have a brussel, you think of That's not a euphemism. <laughs> oh. I'm just thinking what brussels look like. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we move on and bring our very special guest in, um, who we don't think about whenever we think about sausages or brussels, but it's always a pleasure to have him on. Neil, 
Sir, good evening. How are you? Happy New Year to you, sir. Happy New Year. Yeah, thanks for having me on the channel. I've not been introduced to special guests, but no, appreciate it. And yeah, thanks for having me on. And you've, you've got a clean introduction. Take advantage of it. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Uh, Beyond the 90 is where you're from, a great Leicester channel. Guys, go over and subscribe. But uh, Neil, tell us how people can find you, though. I mean, you just did a pretty good job. Beyond the 90, let's get straight into it. Yep, there we go. There we go. Twitter and YouTube, uh, I'm sure, other social media platforms as well. Well, look, it is the debate show, so I suppose in a way we ought to start with the debate. So let me just see if this will work. Uh, I'm not sure if it will because I've just lost everything. Oh, marbles. Um, yeah, they went years ago. There we go. There we go. Okay. And I should say, of course, do not forget what day is it today, Kate? Monday. And what day is it tomorrow? Tuesday. Well, of course, if you've got nothing to do on a Tuesday in the oh. afternoon, why don't you check out? Exactly. Exactly. BBC.com forward slash LCSC, and you will see Fans Voice every Tuesday afternoon. It's me, Neil. It's me. And um, <laughs> giving, giving my thoughts on the January transfer window. Thank you for that, uh, leading me into that there, Kate. I thought you realised what was coming. But obviously I thought you, you were treating me like Craig David there. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, what's happened, what's happened Tuesday, Wednesday? And it just kept going and going and going. <laughs> And then that's that's one way to stretch out a podcast, Chris. It well, I've had plenty of practice, plenty of practice. And if you want to find out what uh, well, what Dave puts in his fridge, including his nuts and his bananas, check out the LTID TV um, TikTok page. Please do not follow my personal one because I will TikTok? just ignore you because that is just for me and my family. Uh, but the football one, LTID TV, just scan that there. That's the easy thing to do. And you will be able to um, catch up on all the little mishaps and quotes. And I think 80% of it, Kate, is actually Dave. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Well, you with your big roll of kitchen paper over Christmas. You're never going to let me forget that. You just keep dragging it up. You're just like a woman. <laughs> I was just so, that's so impressed, Dave. I'll Thank tell you, you what. what. The speed I moved. No, no, the fact that I now know why Kathy's always got a smile on her face. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look. My Australian um, family were there as well. So. <laughs> right, FA Cup fourth round draw. Um, we have got Hull or we have got Birmingham who have got to go to a replay. Let's start with our special guest, Neil. Uh, I My money was on Liverpool, Man City or Chelsea, but um, not a bad draw and it's at home for once. I mean, it's it's normally in a season it'd be quite nice to have a championship team if we were in the Premier League. I would rather us have like a even maybe not a top six team because I would have somebody around me like a Brentford or something like that. I would really be interested to see what we could do against them at this stage yeah. in the season. Um, but again, from having um, Hull or, or Birmingham. Let's be Avenue kind of thing. I'm not too, as long as we rotate and we're not, and we're concentrating on the league. I'm not too bothered about the cup this year. Sorry, Neil. No, no, it, it's on Filbert Way, not Let's Be Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done to yourself, Neil? <laughs> <laughs> He's let us all down. To be fair, Dave. He's let us all down. <laughs> 
It doesn't get any better, Neil. So do carry on. How am I supposed to carry on after that? <laughs> no, Sorry. but I think normally a championship, the whole point of the FA Cup is that you get somebody a little bit different. We've just yeah. come up against people that we're playing already this season. So that, I'm a little bit disappointed, but at the same time, look, it's not the main priority. Um, no. And I'll take it. Um, it would have been really good to see what we could do against a Premier League team. But again, Beggars can't be choosers at this moment in time. Um, we're in a good position. Just, just take that. I'd say. Yeah, Kate. I mean, we, we. I think we've we spoke about this before. Yes, we would like a good. We want to win every game. Of course, we do. Um, we're unlikely to win the FA Cup, so it doesn't matter how far we go in it. Um, but I suppose if we go out, going out to a Premier League team. If it was, and we we didn't, you know, we didn't play badly against Liverpool in, in the Caribou Cup. Um, that would be the only thing. If we went out, maybe to Birmingham City, it would be a little bit of a sour taste. Yeah, I think so. I'm quite happy with the draw. I'm, I didn't want a Premier League team fourth round pick. I, I don't mind that later on, but I'd just like us to get a bit of a run um, because it gets it gets players that are otherwise cold and on the fringes at the moment, a bit warmer and a bit more match fit, like we saw at the weekend. It gives Cassidy more minutes. It gives Cody more minutes. Um, I, I myself thought we were going to get Liverpool at Anfield and I've been absolutely raging. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was glad to, yeah, I was glad to get a decent opposition. I'm glad to be at home. I was really hoping for Wrexham, um, but maybe next round. Um, and there's quite a lot of Premier League um, fixtures actually so there'll be half the Premier League teams gone um, but yeah I understand what Neil's saying but I'd, I'd like that a bit later on if we can get to the next round or the one after Dave I mean let, let's just have a look as, as Kate mentioned there I mean some of the draws all right, I don't mind Premier League teams getting each other Fulham Newcastle Sheffield United Brighton uh, Palace or uh, oh no that's not one um, Tottenham Manchester City um, Chelsea, Aston Villa. The thing is, we know that these are going to be on TV, don't we? Yeah, yeah, but it's good to see them knock each other out, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Ready yeah, for the sixth like, round. It's like when you know, we could watch Tottenham play Man City on TV anytime. Well, I wouldn't watch it to be honest. Well, I uh, but <laughs> see what I'm going to put up with here, Neil. <laughs> I'm with Dave, though, because yeah. at the end of the day, you want it to be interesting. Because as somebody that supports the team outside the top six, as soon as he gets to semi-final, it's just Arsenal, Man City, Chelsea. It just becomes boring. And even them teams, they're not too interested in it because they've got, right, well, we're in the Champions League. We're in, we're going for the um, Premier League. They don't see the cup. Like, if it when we won it, it meant the world to us. When a, outside a top six team... Um, I remember a couple of years ago when Crystal Palace went quite away as well. And I was like, I really wish they'd go all the way to the final or all the way and win it. There's a little bit of a camaraderie, I'd say, to anybody that's last season, an underdog. Wasn't it? Yeah. And I'm just, I'm just, for me, it's like, I'd rather them play each other now, get one of them mm. knocked out and then make it. So I don't know, like a Man City or a Ch maybe not Chelsea as much now, but they won't appreciate how much it would mean to them compared to a smaller fan base. Mm. And some, some fans, when we were, you remember, Chris, or you, you guys remember, I never thought we'd win the FA Cup. And yeah. that meant the absolute world to me, that, the fact that we did. Um, I just want other fan bases to experience that as well. So the sooner they can knock each other out, the better. Do you think, though, Kate, and I don't, as I say, yeah, let them play each other by all means, but. 
we know that the main game is going to they're going to be fighting over Manchester City, Tottenham, Hotspur, aren't they? Yeah, and it, it, it's there at most. If they play each other, the you know any weekend, it's probably going to be on Sky. You know, yeah. They're the not only, teams that the only fixture that looks a bit more um, TV worthy is it looks like Man U are winning at the moment, and they've got Newport or Eastleigh right. um, yeah. away. So that's the only potential sort of David versus Goliath fixture that's that's on the board potentially. But yeah, I mean, you know, remember back in the nineties, was it Newcastle got Stevenage, and that's yeah. what the that's exactly what the FA Cup was about. Um, like Arsenal Liverpool yesterday, there wasn't any goals till late on. And no. no one wants to see it because we see it twice a year anyway. Um, so the TV are getting things a bit wrong. That's not what the FA Cup's about. The FA Cup's about grassroots football. You get a guaranteed percentage of the um, ticket sales, no matter whether it's home or away, don't you? Mm. Um, and it's just more rewarding and beneficial for those smaller clubs to make it through to TV. I mean, Dave, I get to a point ITV, TNT and Sky because that you know they they want advertisers on so they want to show the big game because that probably is going to get the bigger audience but then again like you say the likes of you and me won't be watching man city tottenham because they've got no interest in it no. but if it's easily man united yes i would because it's easily the bbc though where they're not you know dependent on viewing figures surely that they, they should have a, a, a you know they it should be they should be the ones that are showing the, 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 the smaller teams that need the revenue. Well, tell me if I'm wrong, but yesterday, was there any afternoon games on BBC? The two o'clock... Yeah, Arsenal. Wasn't Liverpool Arsenal? No, that was later on. Was the evening. Night. Oh, the yeah. evening. No, there wasn't during the afternoon, no. Not four BBC. FA Cup games Sunday afternoon, and not one was on BBC. And this is the channel that pretends that they are the FA Cup stars, and they do all this and that. They've destroyed the FA Cup in the media um, from the draw to everything, mm. you know, it's like, I mean, the F, I don't watch the draw today because I've over the years, I've got sick of it. To be honest um, with you, I, I watched the draw and all I could think about all the way through that draw that Joey Barton was probably shitting himself because there was a woman making, making the draw. And a woman <laughs> that did cross my mind as well. Yeah, I mentioned it on the show. I'm like, yeah, get in there. But, He's um, living in my head. He's living in my head. It's not her fault, but generally, if it was a bloke doing it, Pugatch or somebody like that, it'd be the same. You know, and here we have Birmingham. Oh, yeah, finished home so in the league last year, got to the cup final in 1947. You know, I mean, it's just rubbish, isn't it? Who cares? Um, their coach's wife slept with the manager or something, you know. I mean, it's, it's all the ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's all the ridiculous. They give us, yeah. To try and make us more interested, um, you know, I mean, it just drives me nuts. It really does. I mean, you and so, so finished. Have got to six FA Cups in their history, and I mean, honestly, do we care? Oh, yeah. Even it's supporters don't time, care. But I don't understand because it's the the BBC. It's not like they got adverts or anything. Just short. Yeah. But mm. they also put the numbers up, and that winds me up. I don't want to see the numbers. I want the excitement of when I used to sneak out of work and sit in the car on Monday at half 12 and listen to it on the radio. You know, that was what it was all about. You know, because yeah. You didn't know who was, you didn't know who was coming next. Now they say, oh, this number one is Arsenal. Well, not actually this year, is it? Uh, number one is Chelsea. today, which I wasn't keen No, but 
you, you know, I mean, I know I'm old fashioned, that, but I just found that much more exciting than what they do now. Yeah. What you know right. that? There's well, no element of surprise anymore in the media. They always take that away from you. Like with yeah. anything that's ever released, whether it's TV shows, whatever it is, even at the beginning of a TV show now, they show you what's coming up in yeah. that TV show. It's like, you've got me, I'm watching it. You don't need to show me the preamble. It's even in politics, isn't it? We know what the budget's going to be before it happens. Yeah, absolutely. We, we know what Sunak's going to say before he thinks about it. I mean, it's just absolutely wrong. And... People are fed up with they, it. They, they, they sat and have us broken again. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, I no. hope Eastley are on the telly. I want Eastley to be on the telly. That's the yeah. FA Cup. Yes. Part, isn't it, it? That's, that's what it is all about. And uh, by the way, I should say, if anybody just tuned in, welcome along to All Our Yesterdays. Uh, Neil, <laughs> Jeff Stelling... We, we can learn from All Our Yesterdays, I tell you. <laughs> Jeff Stelling said on uh, Talk Sport the other day that um, the teams, Premier League teams should be seeded. Uh, or all the teams should be seeded so yeah, that Eastley will get a big team, you know. Because, uh, let uh, in fairness, let's say Wigan were to beat Man United, unlikely. Well, I don't know, it probably is quite likely this season. Uh, and Eastley were to beat Newport, it's not exactly a big draw for Eastley, is it? Hosting Wigan, no disrespect to Wigan, but if there's some sort of seeding, then these smaller teams would be guaranteed bigger games. Um, it kind of makes sense, but is where do you cut the line? Because again, somebody's going to be able to go. Well, why are they not allowed, and I am? So, where do you cut it off? Probably League One, League Two, and then you go because a Championship. You could have like a Premier League team, and then it's the bureaucracy of it, isn't it? Because where do you draw the line? You see, I thought about this. You see, I knew I knew you'd come back to me with this point, and what I would say is. <laughs> Look, you know, if you've got, let's say, for example, 28 teams, and I know it's probably not, but 28 teams in the draw, the top placed 14 are the seeded ones. Sure. And that would just be at that moment in time in the Premier League. Yes. Okay. It does could make mean, sense. But then you're looking Liverpool at the Liverpool wouldn't beat Arsenal. That's, no, you're more likely somebody to get... would have the chance to play Arsenal or Liverpool. But why we moan like crap when Chelsea always get a home draw? I don't know what they've got this time, but um, you know, everyone wins. Oh, Chelsea drawn at home again in the FA Cup. What a surprise! So, uh, you know, at home again. They are. <laughs> They're at home to Aston Villa, another TV go. game. Yeah. Um, but uh, but look, that's and don't a... knock Wigan, Chris. They won the FA Cup. Yes, they did. They did, uh, as indeed, as in indeed did, of course, uh, you know, a certain team from the East Midlands. Leicester Till I Die TV, the home of the FA Cup winners 2021. Oh, and we have a Premier League trophy too. You've I got just it. want to be there right. next time, that was all. Just what, what, sorry? I've been waiting all my life for that FA Cup final win and I couldn't go. Uh, I know, I know. I want to go <laughs> to the next one. Fingers crossed, fingers Six, crossed. 1969, last FA Cup. Very quickly, though, uh, at home to Hull or Birmingham, who would you sooner play, Neil? I'm not too bothered. Does that sound too bad? I'm genuinely not too bothered. Whoever we get, um, I just want them to have a go and get through to the next round. So that's the problem. If it was a, if it was a mm, Premier League team, you know, I remember a few years back when 
oh god about 10 12 years ago we played uh i think in the fa cup we played fulham and i think we beat them 4-3 and i was thinking if we go to the premier league we, we could we could we could we could this is what that excited mm. me this kind of just again if it was last season it would have excited me a little bit more because it's a team that we wouldn't play in the season because we've played Birmingham already we kind of know what they i know they changed the manager now and hull we kind of know what they're expecting but it's i don't know it just doesn't do it for me mm. Kate, who would you soon have? Um, it's in about a month, isn't it? Is that when the at yeah, the end of this, the twenty seventh of twenty um, seventh okay. of January? Well, I was I really actually hoping for it. for a, a London away team because I'm in London that weekend. Oh, okay. Well, I was <laughs> hoping redraw. That... Just do a redraw now because you. Yeah, Chris. why not? Hoping the, the new manager bounce may have evaporated from Birmingham, but maybe not by that point. So I'm a bit with Neil. I'm a bit indifferent to be honest, but I mm. suppose Birmingham are the likely sort of underdog, aren't they? But they they could have a turn in four before Rooney took over. They were fifth, so they've, they've got decent players in there, and Hull are doing okay, aren't they? They're just about in the playoffs, so. Yeah. And one of the few teams that have beaten us as well. Yeah, so I'll probably say Birmingham, I think. Dave, do you have any preference? Now no. you know who, who we're playing. No. Um, <laughs> and I... Yeah, I mean, we should win fairly easily. It should be a doddle. But then any of you guys that was at the Wickham game or the Harlow games... I I, I did say in the show... Nothing's early, a doddle. I was hoping for Ensley at home, but you know, then again, I, I did, I did shout out and say I wanted Wickham at home. <laughs> yeah, oh, how it goes wrong. Um, look, I, I want Birmingham to be honest with you because um, it's more of the more of a derby game. Well, you're not going to get them, Chris, because yeah, people are going to win it. You sound like somebody that's not from the Midlands, Chris. Um, in reality. <laughs> The East West Midlands is its own thing. I get this from people that are like, especially from other places. Oh, well, it's a derby it's in the Midlands, yeah. But the the West Midlands is its own entity, and the East Midlands is their own entity. I don't really a rivalry. I don't really care about West Brom. Don't no, really care about is, Birmingham right. City. We have gone and many many years in the Premier League of not having a right. The nearest rivals at some point were Wolves. Then it was Villa. They were the nearest we got until but Forest nobody came. We really cared, Chris. No, we, but... we liked Wolves when they were doing well because it's like, A, a team that's going to try and break the top six and B, we looked in a similar model to them go, we could do what they could do. So I don't but know. I don't personally, more of the derby than Hull. Worst... It is, but it's not yeah, exactly, really Exactly, exactly. It is. Yeah, but we're all, we're like twos and threes out of tens here. It's not really arguing over much. <laughs> He's not coming back on, I'll tell you. But no. <laughs> not allowed an opinion. What's your show, Neil? Data Chris has spoken. <laughs> yeah. no. You're, you are allowed an opinion. It's just you're wrong. No, I mean, no, I do take on board what you're saying. It's not like a Forest or a Derby or a Coventry. I will grant you that. But it's to me, playing Birmingham, it just adds a bit more spice than playing Hull. If we're playing Hull... We could be playing anybody, but at least we're playing another Midland side. Probably it's like Chelsea Fulham, isn't it? Chelsea don't care, but Fulham do. So that'll mm. be it. Birmingham will care, but we really, you know, we're going to beat them, so it doesn't matter. And even uh, in the West Midlands, they only care about, like, Wolves fans don't care about baggies. They're just not bothered, even though they're both West Midlands. They uh, do care about Birmingham City. Well, they both care about Birmingham City. Technically West Midlands, although I'd suggest Wolverhampton's probably not a bit too north, isn't it? 
black country, yeah. isn't it? Oh, black yeah. country, yeah. Um, but see, I'm from the Neaton. I should have supported Coventry, but, but you know, I slit my throat before I did that. Um, <laughs> so it was always an issue with Leicestershire and Warwickshire with us when we were going to Leicester, so <clears throat> when we were kids. I mean, technically, though, I think yeah. that times have gone, haven't they? Those times have gone there. I mean, well, everybody says, oh, our biggest rivals were Forest and Derby. To be honest with you, it's your the, the, your Derby is against the nearest team to you, and that is Coventry. So mm. that should be the Derby game. I always hated Forest, them more than Forest, I must say. Which is yeah, the, I do. I do. Yeah. But uh, but no. It's strange, I mean, isn't it? But I know, I know, I, I, I do get your point, Neil. I, I really do. But I just think, you know, I'm, I'm grasping at uh, something to try and add a bit of spice to the game, to be honest but, with but, you. But let's let's say we go up to the pre- well, let's say we stay in the Championship and all of our all of our closest rivals go up to the Premier League. Would we say Norwich would be our closest rival then, if they're depends, the closest? Depends who who is nearest to us. If, if yeah. they are geographically the closest, would we go, yes, Norwich, Norwich is our closest well, rival? But they're not in the Midlands, are they? They're middle. No, they're, they're not. They're east. They're east. <laughs> they're east. <laughs> middle of the country, if you take if they're two-dimensional. <laughs> no, they're, up, they're the east. It's, like it's a really Norwich. long way east, to tell you. I did it, switch. It's a bloody long way east. Yeah. It is. It's just a pain in the backside. It's a lovely place. Just... Not just in the middle of absolute nowhere. Exactly. I've heard, heard of a motorway. I have we, been to, but let, let's fine. move on. Uh, if let's you really on. have a bad year, it'll be Skegness. <laughs> yeah. I'm just checking. Well, you got out your atlas there, Dave. Yeah, just checking to <laughs> see what's. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his atlas out to see what the nearest country yeah. is. <laughs> Gibraltar. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, I seem to have turned it into Thailand or something. <laughs> right, let's let's have a look at the game of the weekend. I don't want to discuss. We've done we've done a, a review of the game itself, but um, Luke and I'm going to quote Luke on this one. Our our B team smashed Millwall's main team. Uh, maybe that's a bit unfair to the players that were there, but there, there was a lot of changes. Who of the what is let's say let's say call them B team because they're squad players, um, Neil, but. Not not regular starters. Who impressed you? Um, the easiest answer is probably going to be Cassidy. Um, to be honest, I thought he was his best game for us. I want to go for another player though that actually had his first. I've not actually seen too much. Ben Nelson. I didn't think did anything wrong in the game really. Um, Marcel failed to live up to standard. I think he left. Callum Doyle too much on his own at times and again he was getting doubled up on but I would mention um, Ben Nelson because I thought considering he's 18 sorry 19 years old he's got the physical he's got the he's got the stature of it he just needs to bulk out a little bit more I was really impressed by him just because mm-hmm. he didn't do anything glaringly wrong for the fact that he's 19 years old I just I thought it was really impressive to be honest no I agree he he, he didn't you know didn't really do anything wrong like you say did he at, at all um Kate? Uh, yeah, I agree with that. I think Nelson looked like he had a good game. I didn't catch all of the game. I was out in about second half a bit, but I've caught most of the highlights. Mm. Um, but I thought Cannon, again, I thought was exceptional. That finish for the goal was oh. just... He's yeah. now got a bit of consistency with finishing to show you that it wasn't just a bit of a fluke or beginner's luck or a debutante's dream start. He, you know, that the ball from Doyle was absolutely class. Yeah. But to finish it like he did, I mean, I know the keeper made a bit of a howler, really, but to finish it like he did, it was a damn hard thing to do. 
Um, and he just looks like he's hit the ground running and he's he's bided his time and he's he's looking like he's firing for us nicely, which is great. Mm. Looks like we look like we've got a big cannon there, Kate. We've got a big cannon. Yes. Dave, anybody impress you? Um I, think I know you're not just... an easy man to impress, but well, no, I think it was just nice to see blasts from the past like Mark Albrighton putting a lovely cross mm. the goal. I mean, that's always good to see when he comes when he comes in, he never lets us down, does he? Not at um, all. No. Cannon, yeah, it's obviously taking a while to come in. Um, to, and, and just generally, I think the way they fitted in, my only worry is that last goal again near the end. It, it's the same old story. We've talked about it so many times, but we seem to, I don't know, we, we, we seem to lose concentration when it matters. Well, both were corners, weren't they? Which is yeah, just... yeah. yeah. I mean, do we man for man now? I, I don't know. Or zonal? <laughs> no, not zonal. Let's not go back there, please. Whatever zone that man was in, no one was in. No. So the no. zone system isn't working. He was I completely mean, unmarked, wasn't so he? It's basic, isn't it? Yeah. And that's what worries me when we come up against the better teams. Because mm. it is basic. And but, that's the championship, but the championship is more reliant on that old school style rather than um, the Premier League. But I'm with you. It's something that we mentioned coming into this season, the fact that corners are going to be more of a problem how and i still think they enzo's noticed it is working on it but going into the premier league i don't think it'll be a big of an issue as we think i just say uh welcome back to john uh, <laughs> you want to say hello to him dave hello john all right mate <laughs> he's well, a cantankerous old hinkley boy <laughs> That's probably why he got blocked. Um, but no, I mean, uh, Neil, I mean, having watched that game, we did, you know, look, look at the bench. We, I mean, the bench we had was scary, and we only actually called upon of the big guns, if you like, Kieran Dewsbury Hall. I mean, yeah, Cassidy, look, we indeed he's out till April. You know, we, it looked like Cassidy is going to be asked to step up. To me, that was probably the best game that he'd had. Do you not think so? I don't know if he's able to step up because I think his best position is on that left-hand side. And if Kieran Drewsby Hall's fit, he plays. Now, the question is who's on that right? And I think it's probably Eunice Atkin, who I think has a higher ceiling. And I think is I can see the play and the quality that he gets to. But Cassidy, again, was good. And I think he's a, he's a good player. Um mm. Yeah, I mean, in the in the in the summer, uh, we're interested to see who actually fills that position. But Wolf's out now. Um, I don't think Cassidy comes on to the right. I think when he's come off, I believe they've Keenan taken Keenan Dewsbury Hall off. So they're both when they, there's a reason why he's picked that he's picked him. Um, yeah, so I, I think in the future he probably will play Cassidy, but I don't think he'll thrive on that right hand side. I think he'll probably play Eunice, and I think. He's dual run of games because Caste has had his opportunities um, in terms of caps and minutes where Eunice, I think, has been limited. And partly mm. that is because Fatal has been so good as well. So, yeah, I could say to see him, but I'm it's his best game and I'm happy for him. But be, especially since I don't think he's got a future with the squad, I don't see the point in playing him over Eunice, who's more likely to stay. I mean, Kate, Enzo said that Eunice would not have got that goal. He that is what he wanted Cassidy to do, which is get up there, use his height, get onto the end of of, of Mark 
or Brighton's crosses, and he did just that. Um, I just, I don't know. Eunice didn't really impress me an awful lot, if I'm honest with you. Now, whether I'm sort of being blinded by uh, Cashley's goal or not, I don't know. But to me, um, when we're talking about man of the match after the game, um, two of us went for Cassidy as their man of the match. Um, two of us didn't, uh, to make it fair. But I just think he was he, he was almost Winks-esque in that game because he was all over the pitch. Okay. Yeah, well, I think I've seen one other game. I think it was the it might have been the QPR game where Castaday played really well. And that, that too, was a really open game. It wasn't sort of a backs against the wall from the other team parking the bus kind of thing. I, I still think Castaday, for the role that we want him to do, I'd much rather have... I'd much rather have Will for KDH in those positions. I don't think he's as physical as his height suggests he is. It was an absolute peach of a cross from Albrighton. And I think anybody would have buried it having been in that position. But you've got to be in that position. Mm. I think I've said to you before, I think Eunice looks to be our most skillful player on the ball. His lower centre of gravity and speed means he can weave in and out, which Cassidy would not be able to do. So um, I just think with players like Eunice, because his injury has been hampered and he's not been able to get in the team those players tend to need warming up a bit um but yeah i'm pleased for cassidy but i agree with neil like i, I can't see his being him being with us beyond mm. beyond may so and Eunice to me looks the more creative player whereas we've got cassidy type players already in the squad which are much better dave it's a lovely position to be in where we're going well we've got all these players are good but We'd pick this one, we'd pick that one. Go back 12 months and it's, God, who are we going to pick? Well, you look at it, what's the reason? We did our business early and we've got a manager who knows what he's doing and the backroom staff that know what they're doing. And they, they've made the other players play to the system. Yeah. And that, well, that would never happen last year. Um, and that's the difference. We've got a guy who actually knows what he's doing there. Yeah? It's incredible. I mean, I still worry about the defence. Mm. Um, I don't think they've filled me with confidence at the best of time. Um, but you know, let's hope. I mean, so how long has it been? Five months. Um, oh, it's half the season, isn't it? Yeah, right. so it's no. five yeah. months, isn't it? Mm. So, considering you know, is it... and the three of them, you've got to remember that Ben Nelson's his first start, Connor mm. Cody's been injured and not played, and mm. Callum Dorsch is coming back from injury as well. So, I hear you, but at the same time. That is our second choice defense, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, at this point in time. So we've rotated that, that, a lot, and it's kind of what you were saying the fact that they all came in. Remember, we played, um, oh, what was the name of that Walsh team? The stock was it Stockport and um, Powell, and he just chucked all those players together, and they had no idea what they were doing. Um, mm. and they were that was a better quality team than that team that actually played at the weekend, and we lost to Stockport, um, and rightfully so, they were the better team overall. But it shows you just because you have those players and he's giving starts to some of the academy lads, which, again, as a Leicester fan, I want to see. I want to see these lads have a run out, if possible, as well. And we were giving them the opportunity. And yes, it wasn't brilliant and it's not the, the finished article compared to the first team. But I'm really just enjoying just I'm, I'm enjoying us not being terrible yeah. as well. <laughs> it's just nice. Just going. Yeah. yeah, after last season, it was just awful. Everything was awful. Just so, just it's just nice just to have a breath. Of, I think I said you before. It's nice just not being crap. Yes, 
Yeah. John, by the way, uh, we'll save the question till the end when we'll, we'll put sort of um, viewers' questions to the panel. So we're not ignoring, not ignoring the question. We'll come back to it at the end. But Neil, I mean, you say I like you say with those with that defence, they haven't played together as a back three at all. Um, and to say, let's be honest with you, over the last few seasons, and no disrespect to them, we're going to call we'll call them the big team because it's the easiest thing to call them. And I know that they're not, but we'll just call them that for ease. How often have we put a B team out where we it it's basically thinking these players are just not good enough to to stand up? Every one of those players in that team, in that squad, or in that and on, on that pitch at uh, the weekend, I would not be worried about any of them stepping onto that pitch for for a league game. Yeah, I'm with you, and that and and as well as that, Hamza Chowdhury, I think, did well. I mean, he's not the level of Winks, but he came in and did yeah. a solid job, which is why he was given the contract. Stolarchek, bearing in mind, he's he's not he's been on loan for a little bit. He came, I think he had a really good game as well. Um, I, I thought in, he had a brilliant game. Genuinely, I, I think he had a, yeah, a really good game. So you mentioned the back three and I'm with you, but it's the whole kind of Enzo likes to see like a, a five and a five. So mm. Ricardo, we know how amazing he is for being supporting Leicester for so many years. Um, Hamza was was solid, did what he needed to do. Solarchek was, again, when called upon, made some great saves in the game, even though for the majority of the game, didn't really have a lot to do. Um, which is a sign of a good keeper. Um, and bearing in mind, he's with the academy. He's gone from the academy up to the first team, playing championship football, playing against Liverpool. And I actually think he was pretty good against Liverpool as yes. well um, earlier on this season. I so, mean, the, the, two of those three goals that Liverpool got against us, one of them was a worldie, and nobody was saving that, not even Danny Ward, <laughs> I jest. Uh, and the the third one went uh, hit the post and went in, and obviously if it hits the post, it could go either way. But Kate, look, you know, um, Everson's gone to uh, to Stoke to the end of the season. Danny Ward's being linked with either Sheffield United or, or Cardiff City. Um, Stolchuk again. I I saw his performance yesterday and thought, well, look, if, if a Manson gets injured or gets a red card, whatever. I have no worries about him stepping up. I was more worried about him getting injured yesterday and Danny Ward coming on, to be honest with you. <coughs> no, you're being silly. <laughs> Am I? But yeah, yeah, I agree. I think the, the B team, everybody's under the same Enzo mentality, Enzo logic and Enzo mm. engagement, which is the way we've spoken about before, which is massive in sport. And Enzo has this ability, seems to have this ability where yeah, you're right, Dave. Uh, where yeah. the message gets across loud and clear, and he's empowering players, and empowerment and confidence is half the battle in sport. If you believe you can, you probably will. So that's yeah. kind of the, the mentality that you put in. Whereas with, with Brendan, there was always that just seed of doubt thread throughout the whole team and the whole mm. squad. And the seed of doubt is, is absolutely the opposite in sport. And you've seen what it's done to Wilk, having a good manager pre-Brendan, a good time with Brendan turned bad, and then now a complete 180 again with someone who's believed in him and, and brought out the best in him. So the coaching that's going into all of the players, the whole 25-man squad, and the youngsters, mm. it's obviously filtering through to the, the, young, the young coaches as well, is just phenomenal. And it's great it's great for us because we you know for the first time in ages we've got a few pickings and we've still got Alves and Braybrook to come back through um 
we've not had that in in what feels like forever. With the money that we put into the grassroots side of the club, it needs to bear some fruit at some point, doesn't it? It does. Uh, and talking of that, Dev, I mean, you know, Chowdhury, he, he was Alan, who does my man of the match. He goes to the games. Um, I think you probably know him, Neil. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, uh, he, um, he, he chose Chowdhury as his man of the match. And, I mean, how, I mean, you know, we were that close to letting him go, weren't we? But what I want to say is, very quickly, because we talked a lot about the transfer window yesterday on the transfer show. But if we don't sign anybody in this window, Dave, I will not be that bothered because, and 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 like I said, you know, if, if you read the, you know, if you check the BBC webpage out tomorrow about Leicester City, bbc.com forward slash. <laughs> lcfc.com uh, i do say in that um that if you know the january transfer window to me is it, it, a you know you you're overcharged for players that you only really need for a few months maybe to cover injuries and if you're going to bring anybody in they've got to be better than what we've got is there anybody out there that is better than what we've got now i would say look at the table and it's very unlikely yeah well, I think we said last week, didn't we, that, uh, you know, we don't really need anybody. For the mm. first time in forever, we actually don't need anybody, no. any new players at Christmas. I mean, there are strikers scoring goals. Um, mm. The West Brom lad, is it? And one or two others. Um, but, yeah, so what? We're all scoring goals, the whole team. Mm. Um, you know, so, it, yeah, it's great. That right. very nicely leads me. Thank you very much, Dave. You, you, I was almost like I wrote that link and sent it over to you. Um, we're going to you look did. at Enzo's striker conundrum. Uh, Neil, at the start of the season, I think it's fair to say Vardy and Nacho were his, his one and two uh, up from. Uh, Vardy, and this is the problem with, with Jamie Vardy, is that when he does get injured, because of the age, I know if I cut my finger at my age, it takes me... 10 times as long as it did when he used to, to, to mend <laughs> I did when I was 19. Uh, it's how it, it, you know, it's just getting old. And Nacho, before sort of he went off, injured himself, hadn't scored in six. Daka comes in, who we all thought would be often, you know, sold in this window uh, and, and scores like, you know, he was been doing it every week. And then Cannon, who, who we when we bought was was injured and we hadn't really seen him other than the odd 10 minutes here and five minutes there comes on and he's scoring for fun and suddenly you're looking and saying okay uh you can see why he's bought cannon i mean you know he, he he's big he's powerful but where he took his like kate said earlier that goal at uh, the weekend was really really nice but daka as well he, these are the you know if they're on form surely We've got to hold on to those. Well, obviously, we're going to hold on to, to Cannon. But it's a nice conundrum for, for Enzo to have. But what do you think is his answer? Whatever whatever the answer is and who he puts on up front, it just shows you that, A, the recruitment works, and, B, the system works. Um, because it, we're not just... We know last season we were reliant on James Madison, um, we were relying on Harvey Barnes to get us out of trouble. And when these players were injured, we were just go can you hurry up because we only have that one option now um 
we talk about a striker conundrum because what the strikers score goals. Our top yeah. goal scorer is now a winger, um, and the second got top goal scorer is Kendrick Hall, who's a midfielder. So mm-hmm. the, the the role of a striker isn't one that you is, even though the system works, the role of the stri- and the strikers are scoring goals. We aren't as heavily reliant on Jamie Vardy, for example, in 2016, just to get all after after we won the league. Just Jamie Vardy just nicks a winner out of nowhere, even mm. though we've got that in our locker. So this, the way that football, I've loved Enzo because the way that I see football is completely different now. Where you're having wingers playing in, you've probably got Fatal, who's got another few levels to come up. Um, Mavididi's getting goals, Kendrick Hall's getting goals, Cassidy's getting goals now. So we aren't as, when we say a striker, we think, I always used to think, well, there's where the goals, the majority of the goals would be. But that's why even the conundrum, it, whoever comes in, the system works and everybody's buying into it. So even if it's a conundrum, it, it's I'm, I'm quite happy with whoever he puts in because I trust the recruitment and also I trust the system because it is working. Hmm. Um, Kate, Nacho dropping down the pecking order. Yeah, absolutely. And I think he's had a he's had a really good run and we've seen many a times what he can do and can't do. Um and that's just that's just football, isn't it? That's sport. Um Jamie's going through the same thing, but that's age related. Um you just gradually he's had his chance for me, Nacho, and he, he is up there with the most frustrating player in our squad to watch, just because there's a potential that he cannot reach. And it drives me absolutely insane. Um, so I'm glad that someone like Cannon and Dakar has had a turn, of course, because it gives it might even bring Nacho on a bit. But if ever since you've kind of said he might be going, or there's rumors, there's rumors swirling around that he might go, every time I've seen him play, I can <coughs> feel that in his play. I think this will be his last few months with us, and I think he'll go, but. Fair play to Enzo for what he's done with Dakar. Um, he's still not my preferred choice. I would still have Cannon and then Vardy when he's fit. Um, but we, we've got to get used to life without Vardy at some point, haven't we? Which is just going to be a sad day. Yeah, Dave, this has been your um, beef to most, most of the shows is the striker position. Um, and let's not get too excited, though, Dave, about Dakar and Cannon. I mean, you know, they've... Cannon's only sort of very, you know, he scored in two consecutive games. He's only had two starts. Let's judge him yeah. more, but you can only judge him on what he's done. He's been given the chance, and my God, he's taken it. It's the same, same with Dakar as well. Are we again? Are we typical fans? Are we getting too excited too soon? Probably, yeah. But that's what we do, isn't it? But <laughs> I think the beauty of it is, is that we don't need a striker. Man City won the league without a striker. Uh, it's interesting that we're sort of doing that. Um, was it Dewsbury Hall and Mavadidi scored what must be getting on for 20 goals? The two of them, um, that's pretty impressive for a midfielder and a winger. Uh, I mean, I've never known that before, even when Mares was uh, at his top. We're less reliant on the, the, the one striker, yeah, aren't we? yeah, and that confuses uh, the opposition big time. So, maybe. That's the way it is, you know. Maybe we will get a strike, but I don't think we'll buy one for the hell of it. Um, mm. Sorry, Kate, was I talking that much shit? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think we're not in panic mode now. And I mm. think, you know, like most good teams, it'll have to be the right player. 
Whereas under Brendan, I mean, he, God, you know, your hero Vestergaard, well, what was the point? I mean, yeah, okay, he's doing well now. No, I'm not knocking it now, but he didn't play him. No, no. You know, he well, didn't, he didn't fit much. his style, did it, to the far he bought so, him? And I don't... Him? Why sign him in the first place yeah. then? Well, this is what Rob Tanner said to him, wasn't it? And, and mm. his reply to Rob Tanner was, he does fit into my style of play. Uh, I think yeah. not. I don't yeah. think Vestergaard will be our first choice in that position, uh, you know, should we get promoted, I have to be honest with you. But, look, but we're, a about, we're a team now. We're a team. I think he is. I genuinely think he is because considering what it is, I've, I've, I've talked to a couple of people about this as well, and considering how we play, again, Cody can come in and step in that position in a back three, but you can get either person alongside to do the legs works for him. If you watch... Um, Vestergaard isn't sprinting everywhere. He's kind of like, right, I'll marshal it. Um, mm. In the same way that a central defensive midfielder um, doesn't have the qualities that Harry Winks does. They're not big. They're not strong. Um, but the way that the system works, a Vestergaard can work if you've got speedy wingers either side. Now, if you've got three Vestergaards, you're in trouble. Um, but it, you, if you have one of them, you can afford to have the other two that does all the running for them. So if you watch James Justin and Callum Doyle and Watfast mm. will push up higher in the pitch and let Vestergaard just pick whoever he wants out. Yes, yeah, and he does, and he does it very well. You're, you're not 100% convinced about uh, the great day, are you, Kate? I am at the minute. I just, oh. think in the, I just think in the Premier League, it's a different ball game completely. The, the pace is... Is it's a couple of yards, isn't it? The pace, the mm. pressing will be a lot higher as well. So if we hang Vestergaard back like we're doing at the minute. We're in quite a cushy position where we can do that at the moment against Championship opposition. But all that will mean for the Premier League is that the opposition can push up higher, and then you're more at risk of leaving a one-on-one -on -one situation when we all know how that's going to end up if the one person for us is Vestergaard. So I just think from I think the days of um, Gary Pallister, Steve Bruce, Philippe Albert, I think those defenders need to be left in oh the nineties. Philippe Albert, where did oh he <laughs> He was he was part of my Newcastle favourite team. But those yeah. older school defenders that don't have the pace oh. and athletic ability, I think Sad times. are slowly yeah. getting etched out the game yes. in the Premier yeah. League. You need yeah. a big guy at centre off to give kick some shit. Oh, I used to love it. Jerry Taggart, like, could you see it now? A Jerry Taggart player in the Prem. I mean, he never looked young, did he? Well, Walsh, he wouldn't play anymore, would he? I mean, yeah, that's those type of 10 minutes. Just, yeah. They're so useful if you have that system. Yeah. I just don't think you get away with it in the Prem anymore. That's it my only. I love Vestergaard at the minute. He's, he's brilliant. I think he's confident and I'm so pleased for him as well because he's, yes. he's had a tough old time and he's a young man still. He doesn't look it on the pitch, but he's under 30, isn't he? Mm. And if, I'm really pleased for him and I'm glad that he's decided to stay and try his best for us because I genuinely think he does. But I mean, that's, I, mean I know I, I do gush about him, but I think it's because of how he was treated under the previous regime. Um, that he wasn't given the, 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 the chance. Um, and, and you know, everybody sort of got onto his back and said how bad he was. And yet we hadn't really seen him play to, to work out that he was bad. Um, we had. Chris. And he couldn't defend himself. He yeah. couldn't say, actually, this has gone on behind the scenes. I've been screwed over because Brendan led the narrative. And when you lead mm. the narrative, the media then draw and fans draw what they think is happening because no one's saying any different. And Brendan 
Brendan did poor there. That's a big thing, Kate. They trust the manager now. So important. If you trust the manager, you'll do as he says and you'll mm -hmm. buy into it. Nobody trusted Rogers after, what, the first game of the season, I don't think. He just uh, threw everybody. It. He just goes, it's yeah. not my fault. He just had a massive ego <clears throat> on him. And he went, every single other person in this club is the problem, not yeah. me. And, and global that, warming. Absolute hellhole of toxicity. And that's basically what happened the entire season. Yeah. He, 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 Brighton, he had to go at the fans, even though we but lost 4-1. He soon cleared off, though, didn't he? Hey, he yeah. didn't hang around to take the blame. Ah. Yeah. At Brentford at home, the first game, I mean, he blamed the weather. So yeah. not only the people in the club, but you know, the Met's office. Apparently, apparently when Brendan Rodgers left, um, all the bus services in Leicester doubled because the drivers knew yeah. that if they went out, they wouldn't be running over Leicester City players that Brendan just... had thrown under them. I mean, um... looking back, we knew there was a problem, didn't we, from day one. Mm. And then the Southampton home game, which I think was our next home game, that was disaster as well. Mm. Um but nobody really started doing too much about it. I mean, he says, blame the crowd. Well, hang on, we put up with this shit for six months. More um, than six months. Well, yeah, it was the season Ever before. since the Forest yeah. game, the yeah, against right, the right. ever since the Forest game, I was like, that was a turn. I think we had a conversation, didn't we, Chris, about, yeah. and at that time, you were like, give him more time. I'm like, I want yeah. to, but I've just seen it's gone sour now. And he's, right, lost, it he's lost That it. game was awful. Awful. That, that, was, that, was, that was for me, is that, so, just in general, in, if, even if you've been at work, when everything's going well, you just kind of like, right, I'll let it go. But when everything goes bad, you need your management to step up and go, right, this is the plan. This is the shit we're in. This is what we need to just get out of it. And Brendan just went, not my problem. I didn't get the players I wanted. So, he just threw, just threw a tantrum, basically. And he's that, doing it now. He's yeah, doing I just say, now. yeah, he is. Yeah, I saw the last interview, one of the interviews over Christmas, and I thought... Hang on, that sounds very familiar. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you intended with us. Yeah. But the difference you get with someone that cares and I always almost feel like the players are protected a bit with, with Enzo. Like they've only just started coming closer to the fans when we win. They were very much arm's length, like wouldn't really come past the penalty area and now they're sort of being a little bit more open with some of the interviews that they're doing. Like Winks was raving about his time at Leicester like Enzo's really protected them from the press and himself like I, I completely understand why he would do it as well um but it's, it's he seems he seems like a wise man in lots of ways and how he's operating he's he, you know everything's everything's purposeful and on purpose yeah he learned a lot didn't he 
Mm. One season as a system. Well, maybe Pep learnt off Enzo. You never know. Maybe, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Look at, look at Pep mean, now. It's all falling apart. Now Enzo's <laughs> left. You can't have him back. I mean, let's, let's just let's just say. I mean, as much as we all moan about uh, Brendan, we did have some good, uh, a couple of, a few good seats. Well, probably half what, his time at Leicester. Was one good, and a half good seasons. Yeah. You know, but uh, but look, let let let's move on um, before uh, Belen takes over the show. Uh, as in, not in Dave, I mean, as in Brendan. Um, <laughs> Fatima's Afcon decision. Um, suddenly, um, our Afcon position has changed around. We we were due to lose more players yeah. than our nearest rivals put together. Um, now, obviously, indeed, he's not going. I haven't heard the latest on. Um, Kalechi, is he going? Is he not going? Does anybody know? Not heard. It's just no. been radio silence, isn't it? Yeah. He, 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 what, I mean, you know, at the moment he's injured. Um, but um, I think he'd go if he could. I, I think, think. All, you'd all want to represent your country. But the Tawu here, I mean, look, we all say, let's go and buy him, let's go and buy him. Um, Enzo's sort of saying, well, hang on, you know, we, we've got him on loan with an option to buy anyway. Let's just keep him on his toes for the rest of the season, uh, which is probably the, the right thing to do. But we, what do you think of his decision? I mean, he wasn't going to necessarily be a, a starter over there and to go over there and sit on the bench. And he decided, now I want to stop and prove my worth to Leicester, Neil. Um, I think it shows you... Considering he is a loan player, we've got an option to buy that. He goes, look, I like it here. I want to make this a permanent move. That shows commitment as well from the ownership and also from his commitment to the club. Um, he will have his opportunity to represent. I'm no doubt that he will represent Ghana at the World yeah. Cup uh, with his development and some of the players that are ahead of him. Um, he, as at his age, he will develop, but he's in a right spot to develop with the, the with a squad at the moment and he's looked fantastic in the last few games as well that he's played he's looked absolutely unbelievable um i just want his his numbers to come up to see what we because if you look at him objectively for, for somebody that doesn't support leicester they'll go and they'll look at his number and go ah, he's not that good um but we've seen ourselves at like, what a magnificent player he can be and mm -hmm. what i've really enjoyed is he just plays with a smile on his face he genuinely enjoys his system um, and he's shown that there's a level of commitment that he's got to Leicester City, even though he's only a young player. Yes, he's only a lone player. So that in itself is is a massive win in my book. And the fact that he wants to stay here, make this move permanent, and then he can think about, well, the World Cup's coming up soon. Well, AFCON's coming up next year. So I'm all for it massively. And the fact that he's not going is only a benefit to us. But yeah. And as you imagine, representing your country must be a massive, massive thing. And the fact that he's wanted to sacrifice that to get his move to think, and also it shows him at 19 years old, he's thinking about the longer term rather than just going, I want to represent my country now. And Kate, I mean, it would have been a huge gap if he'd gone, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like he's almost a bit like the heartbeat of the team in, in terms of charisma and personality. Like, we, we all draw from him a bit, don't we? Fans and players alike. He is really infectious with how he plays. Um, and I just think it shows a certain level of maturity from him. To He's obviously, he'll have spoken to Enzo about it, and I think he'll have spoken to the Ghana guy about it to kind of weigh up his options properly. But there's, there was little point going to Ghana as a 19-year-old, probably not playing, spending a month out in the cold, 
and coming back out of form because you've not played proper competitive football for the best part of a month. So it's a real mature decision. It's a, it's a risk because you've basically said no to your international team. But I'm with Neil. I think his time will come for Ghana for sure. And in this particular situation, you completely understand why he has to pick his day job over that because it, this is his livelihood and his future and it's potentially the biggest break of his life it's life-changing if he can get a Premier League deal that's what every footballer is after in the world really so yeah. you cannot at all blame the guy for any outsiders out there that might that might wonder about his decision and he's clearly loving his football and when you find a team that fits with you you want to make it last as long as possible and stay. Dave, I mean, my, my thoughts at the moment are 18 months down the line, 60, 80 million to Man United, Chelsea. You know mm. it's going to happen, don't you, unfortunately? Sadly, yeah, yeah. But I think he also had word with Vardy because um, when he got in the England squad, he sat on the bench for so long and got pissed about. Um, and you think, what was the point? I mean, he should have been in that team straight away, but he wasn't. So I think he learned and he retired from England pretty quick, didn't he? And I bet he had a word and said, well, it's up to you, mate, but this is what happened to me. <laughs> um, if you want a contract, then... Do you, do you think that would have happened? And I, I know as it's yeah, there, you players, bell end, but players do you think, would. Well, I say, do you think that would have happened, what Fatou would have done had Brendan been here, or do you think he would have said, just get me away from here, I want to go to Africa for four months? I, I, I don't think we'd have got Fatou, to be honest. Well, um, no, but you any, know, any another place, point I'm making. Another though. point you're making, and yeah. and I think you're right because if it's a miserable place to go every day and train mm. and play, and you're getting mixed messages from the manager, especially as a teenager, you know mm. you need to know exactly what your job is. But if you don't get that, why would you want to be there? Yeah. Um, if he goes to the the Nations Cup and plays really well, whether he gets on or not, you know he's got limited time to play well. And if he does that, clubs will look at him and say, "Hang on." He's decent. So, yeah, he wouldn't have. But, yeah, we wouldn't have got him in the first place. We wouldn't have anybody with flair like this. No, um, no. Uh, we're looking balanced for the first time in forever. Even yeah. back to when we won the Premier League, we had Mares and Albright. And Mares was, in terms of technical ability, a lot better. And, and uh, was, But the, the balance that everything... There's, like a, there's, a, there's a certain like solidity where even before there was Harvey Barnes and there wasn't that same player. Now we, we can come at different sides and it showed by the, the goals are shared as well. So we're not just, for example, last year reliant on Madison to get us out of trouble and drag us up the pitch. Um, so it shows that, the, again, the system yeah. works and they've got the right person for the right positions. He lost interest, didn't he? Well into the seat or halfway through, you know, where mm. he was just hanging around on the left and not getting involved. And you could see it, you know, it was horrendous. But now... Well, a player knows if you don't perform, he's out of the game. He won't play. And vice versa. Yeah. If, you, if you're playing well, we'll keep you in the team, no matter yeah. who's on the bench. Well, you saw that, yeah, with Cody and people like that. I mean, they didn't get back in, did they? And well, he has done now, but only, you know, for an FA Cup game. He might struggle for league games. Who knows? Hmm. It's I'd, good. It's good. Neil, I mean, people say, oh, we're losing all these players to Afghan and, all. Oh, you know, we shouldn't be doing that. It's our own fault for signing them, though, isn't it? Yeah, but it's just part and parcel of the game. That's what I mean, you have to accept player. it, don't you? You can't. There's no good moaning about it. Yeah, and also, yeah, you like at the beginning when we were signed for Tyler, that would have been a consideration. 
Mm. Um, the club aren't stupid. They would have known that, again, he's on the fringes of it. He was playing, he was in the team beforehand. This is going to be an option we potentially, that he would leave us. So that's why they went out and got Eunice as well. So you've got a different option on that right-hand side. McAteer, if he wasn't injured, would be a player in that right position as well. Or Michael Brighton could be there. So it's not like we've got him and then nobody else. We've got other people that can fill in in different ways. Um, so the club the club knew that. And that's why I, was, I thought we'd get one or the other. Then we got both in terms of Eunice and, and Fatal. Normally we look at both options and we go, yeah. yeah, one of them will come in. I genuinely didn't expect both of them to come in. No, no. I'm going to go on now to a few points uh, from from the viewers, as they say. Um, I just want to I just want to touch on. I don't know if you, you you've heard the news or not, um, and it's something that uh, that Boris said in the chat here um, about Vestergaard being the new Beckenbauer. Uh, but I've got to say, R.I.P. to Franz Beckenbauer, who who passed away today. Um, he 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 was a defender, wasn't he, uh, Dave? Yeah, classic. Um, it cost us a 70 World Cup, I'm afraid. Um, well, or Alf Ramsey may have done by bringing Charlton off because he was marking Beckenbauer to stop him playing, which he did for mm. 60 minutes, 70 minutes. Then I think it was in Mexico, wasn't it? So it was yeah. so hot that Charlton had to come off and then it all went wrong. Apparently, his plus, hair was getting in the way. Plus, <laughs> the fact we had, we had Benetti in goal. Well, you know, you know, when you got a cat in goal, Dave. You know what it's like. There's only one cat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any memories of him, Kate? Or was it a bit before you? A bit before me. One of my dad's favourite players. Um, but yeah, a legend of the game, definitely. Mm. He uh, glided, uh, didn't he? He glided through the pitch. I mean, it was just incredible. It was, yeah, just amazing. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a sort of, there was sort of him, Pele. And Bobby Moore, where they were like the three, weren't they? And they seem to have that respect for each other that players just don't seem to have these days. I, I, I can't lie, I have no idea. This was Same way with, before yeah. way before my time, but also I only really started watching Leicester. I didn't really pay attention to football. It was I was kind of like on in the background. My family's not really into it, so it was kind of like watch the World Cup final. Didn't quite understand what was happening. But I knew they were great players. Like I, even watching Thierry Henry, I was like, "Yeah, he's a good player." But I don't understand how I don't understand the art of football. Mm. It was just kind of like played running around the pitch at that period of time. So it, it, I, I, I take your words for it, but I just at that time it just didn't comprehend to me. But was they, he was a he was a that general in defence, wasn't he? We, we were lucky to have players like that: Charlton, Beckenbauer, Moore, Pele, Best. Mm. You know, Dennis Law. All those sort of players. We could name every team in the first division. Every player in the team. I could um, back in the nineties. I could tell you everybody. Absolutely you? everybody. Yeah. We just didn't have a book, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> she still I didn't have a sticker book. No, my, but when when girls at my school had <laughs> photos, Tate, when girls at my school had photos of Tate that all over their room, oh. I had Alan Shearer, and that isn't a word of lie. I absolutely adored him. I adored Newcastle. I had. Newcastle shirts, the lot, and Leicester were my second team back then. And then when Alan Shearer retired, that was it. I was out of love with Newcastle, and then in came Leicester properly. I think I had Raquel Welsh. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> On my wall. Good choice, Dave. To be honest, she's she's a pretty little thing. Yeah, I, I had I had Cheryl Ladd, and I was oh. made to take it down by my then girlfriend, but 
was to be my wife. As soon as I started oh. going out, she made me take it down off the wall. Oh. Well, yeah, to be fair, if you were married, I can understand that. I weren't married at the time. It's a bit awkward. Yeah, I don't think she was too impressed when I turned around and said, she said, throw it out. I said, well, I'm not throwing it out in case we finish. <laughs> she's going back up again you're such a charmer <laughs> I know, I know and you wonder why we're not together now <laughs> um, look, let's um, I, I I knew how to treat a woman um, Neil, let's just say this came from John earlier um, just watching Wigan Man United how on earth is Evans in that team should we have tried to keep him? Maybe would have helped just to stop those silly late goals. Thoughts? Uh, I think I know which way this is going. <laughs> but uh, no, 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 and no. Uh, I think he's. I think he's meant good player. I think he's. I think on the last game of the season when we were, he was one that goes. All the players said their goodbyes. I remember that very vividly. Him saying that. Um, it was on BBC Radio Leicester. All the players said their goodbyes. Now we've just been relegated. Like what? Yeah. what it's not like we just say. We're not saying it's not school holidays. We're not just breaking up and yeah. then going. We'll see you guys in in a few months' time. It's it's. I think I think he's a good player, but somehow he wasn't fit for us, and he was always fit for Northern Ireland somehow. And now he's gone to Man United and he's playing a yeah. regular set of games. I don't think he's a bad player. I don't. I'm not. I don't have anything against him. But he, it was his time to move on. We needed to use that money to move on, and also. He's done a right good job getting again going from le- the relegated team to to Man United. I don't I'm, I'm going, I don't have anything for him. I don't have anything against him. I'm just relatively neutral to the whole thing. Okay, I mean, it probably says a lot about Man United more so than Leicester that they were that desperate. It was a sort of player that they needed to re-sign, and he's now a regular starter. I mean, we got Johnny from West Brom, didn't we? And yeah. I couldn't, I could it was one of those moments, I had a similar moment with, with Les Ferdinand, when Les Ferdinand came to us, because he lived in Shearer's shadow for so long, when he played for us, I was like, wow, he is phenomenal, and I was a little bit like that with Evans, I was like, how have Man United let this guy go, and he's gone back to them, they're the club that didn't want you, that were happy to farm you out the backyard, and they didn't want you, and it's really frustrating for me, that is, that we've looked after him, we've nurtured him. I think it would have been different if, if he'd have won the league with us. I think he'd have had different emotions with Leicester. But, it, yeah, really disappointing to see that there was no sort of sadness or thank you or acknowledgement of the the Premier League career that we gave him back because he, he left West Brom when they got relegated and... He wasn't fit for the last two years, was he? This chronic no. plantar fasciitis, apparently, that's incurable. Well, all of a sudden, it's curable, and he's playing every week. And it yep. just shows what a, what an environment Man United has become, quite frankly. And good luck to him. <laughs> Dave, luck Manchester to him. City were offering something like thirteen million or something for him from West Brom in January. Mm. Uh, they wouldn't let him go because they were fighting relegation. <clears throat> I think we got him for a couple of million uh, oh. when they got relegated. Um, I remember watching his first game for us uh, the following season, and my God, I thought he's passed it. But then again, he went on to to prove his worth. Um, but I don't blame him going to Man United. Look, you know, anybody at that age that are given the chance to play in the Champions League and at the top of the Premier League, but it does show how desperate Man United are, doesn't it? And well, common denominator, isn't it? Him and Rogers, they're Irish. What do you expect? They jump ship. Allegedly. They're too um, up, Man United, by the way. 
<laughs> the view the, the racist views of Dave are not necessarily those of no, I mean it's true though, isn't it? It's true. What why was he not sticking around to help us get back? Would we have wanted him though? Would I well probably not be honest with you? I, I I know I know they <coughs> absolutely couldn't stand him. Um uh, no. He just well, thought he, he did. It was our decision God to get rid of him, wasn't doing it? Doing now. Should, should have been our decision, not his. Yeah, but he was out of contract, wasn't, wasn't he? he? And he was ex must have been expensive as well. Yeah. And if you'd have asked us at the time without even knowing Man United was on the table, I'd have just said, no thanks, he's too injury prone. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not sorry. move on. Yeah, but yeah. it's an indictment, isn't it, what you've both said, that he seemed to be fit enough for Ireland, but not enough to play for Leicester. Um, and now he's, he's done a good run of games to Man U now. Like it's been it's phenomenal, off. really. It's a couple phenomenal. of games, is it? You know, no plan to fasciitis in sight. No, no plan to fasciitis, whatever no. he had in sight. No. Oh, it's now it's two a, nil. It's a miracle, United, by yeah. the way. Hmm. Um, probably seen a no. statue there of a lady or something and cured him. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like I say, he's gone. But I agree with you, Neil. No, 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 a hundred percent no, uh, or whatever. Don't forget, he, you don't like me saying it, but uh, when we bottled it, he cost us that game against Man United. Um, I'm not sure about the Tottenham one, I can't really remember. All right, when we blew it, wasn't it? Christian? I prefer to be blown than bottled. If you remember, bottles, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. um, but I mean. He wasn't that reliable at the end, or even in the middle. I, I understand that. And again, that's individual games. But when he was called upon, when him and Suyuncu, when we were thinking about the 80 million that we sold Maguire for, he marshaled that back line and he was that Rolls Royce at times. We definitely got, that's why I'm, he, he did leave in a bit of a bad way, but that's why I'm like quite neutral. We got our money's worth yeah. out of him. We need to treat yeah. it like a, like a business transaction. We got what we wanted for him. He did what he needed to do for us. He helped us get up to that top four. And if you're playing him and whoever, who was the backup keeper, I can't remember who the backup was at that time. We have them two defenders. They did well sideways though, or backwards. They I guess no he got, go got the best out of Siunchu as well. Because he goes, yeah, you he go do the Larry stuff. Sense. I'll just stay here and marshal the back yeah. line. Yeah, he used to really shout at Stunchu and keep him in check a lot. I think he's probably responsible quite a lot for Stunchu's development in the game because he really came on and he looked a wild card and he's still got that in him. But yeah, I agree. I think Johnny Evans was the captain of the team for, for a lot of the games because he mm. was just, he was a marshal. He had that maturity and you could see he was a good pedigree when he came to us for sure. And we and were looking. Kind of you, like you say, offered a new contract, but would you want to stay with the way? That the club was, you know, at the end of last season. Yeah, you, you don't know what went on, do you? He could have had some bad experience with Brendan yes. or or whatever. Yeah. You just don't know what's gone on. So it's best for everybody that he's not here anymore. And at that time, we can look at it in hindsight. The club was in free fall because yeah. we didn't know who the manager was. We didn't know which player is going to stick around. We didn't know what was happening. Because um, I was asked on a show, it was like, do you think you'll come straight back up? And my genuine answer is, I don't know. Um, because the, I remember what the championship was like when I, we, I used to when we were last in it, and B, we had no idea who we, we knew Madison had gone. We we knew um, Harvey Barnes was probably on his way out, and we knew Tillemans was leaving and people like them. But we didn't know who the manager was, what tactics were going to be, what squad's going to be here. We just had no idea that Enzo's done such a good job at taking this and turning it on its head. Um, 
this year could have been a lot, 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 lot worse. Um, and you look at, the, I'm not saying we we're going to be Sunderland, but Sunderland got back-to-back relegations. And that wasn't that long ago. So it shows you how bad mismanagement was. And we were mismanaged last year. And the fact that we've turned it around, I think is a testament to the club. Five yeah. months. Five months. Yeah. yeah. Right, we're going to um, round it up now with, um, with, with, with Dave's spot, and we'll do that uh, straight after this. The TalkSport Fan Network is the ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Including Leicester Till I Die, independent analysis and reaction for the Foxes faithful. The TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Follow the podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Indeed. It is, uh, well, we've called it various things. Uh, like I say, uh, Dave's, um, I can't remember what we called it, Dave, but Not it was something that wasn't very nice. It was, your, it was your Brussels sprout sausages, wasn't it? Uh, um, the um, uh, we, we, we had, uh, <laughs> so I, you know, the other day, actually, I was watching that. I re-watched that back, and there is only nine sausages, you know. We, I don't know where that tenth one went. I think Kate, Kate may know, but we'll that that will save that for another day. Um, and Monday mayhem, but we're going to call it chat shit. Get banged and moving forward because I, I like to. I love the picture of Vardy, by the way. That's just classic. Basically, Neil, this is just where we go completely off topic. We talk about anything that Dave comes to Dave's mind, God help us. There's a funny what where his mind goes is, is nothing. And it's just a laugh and a joke and uh breaks it up and gives us something different to talk about that's not football. Dave, what's your what's your topic this week, Dave? Top ten most returned Christmas gifts of twenty twenty three. Oh the, before... the top ten are out already. Yeah God, people haven't hung about returning have they? No, no, but before I do that, I was just thinking of another poster on my wall in the bedroom. And it was, do you remember the Top of the Pops albums? Yes. Yeah. When they had naked women on the front. No. Then they were naked. <laughs> yeah, well, they were pretty close. They were bikini clad, unless you got one of oh, those, those hard okay. rubbers and was trying to get them off. <laughs> I didn't know what they were in them days, Chris. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just remember her. Really nice blonde lady. Anyway, um, so... The most returned Christmas gift this year. Any ideas? I won't uh, drag it out. To jewelry, ne- a necklace, jewelry. That's good, but it's not right. It's good, but it's not right. Oh, shoes. Slippers. Shoes. Ah, yeah. Shoes, slippers. Yeah. That was the number one return. Really? Gift. Yeah. Wow. How do you get that lot? Oh, like the size. Anyway. Uh, well, I presume it's because of the size. And size matters, Dave, doesn't it? Well, I think possibly. It depends what style they are, Chris. This is true. This is how you look in them. Um, What else could we return? Jumper, a jumper. (coughs) That was number six. Oh, we need family fortunes back. We need our survey says. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I tell you, that number two is a classic because I've been guilty by my wife for some of these things in the past. Um, (laughs) I didn't think. Uh, sausages. It uh, it doesn't come under jewelry like earrings or something. No, you you overestimate me, Kate. Oh. <laughs> Underwear, kitchen appliances. I oh, just a, in general. I thought it was a specific oh, no. one. I bought a set of um, saucepans one year. 
Don't I've buy got... your wife kitchenware. That's number one rule of having a wife at Christmas. Well, she wants you to can, be... but you don't buy it for Christmas. Just buy it for the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was a bugger to wrap up as well, I'll tell you. Don't you trust she didn't whack around the head with it? Well, you, know, I, you know what's funny is that this Christmas, uh, somebody where I was out with was my family for Christmas bought somebody a saucepan, uh, not a saucepan, a frying pan, and it was wrapped up. And it's like there's certain things that when you wrap them up, you can't disguise them. No. <laughs> Football's one, a frying pan is another. A bike. Although, having said that, it could we had we had it could have been a tennis racket, of course. Let's not, you know, but I think uh, tennis racket is a different round your end, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not really that size. No idea. The girls bought us a Teflon three in one air fryer, but that was in a box, so that was all right. Um, anyway, number three was You're a video. You're romantic, game. you aren't you? Really? That was my daughter's, not me. Oh. I didn't buy her anything this year. <laughs> Under instruction. Um, video games. I didn't know you had video games. And do they mean the old, you know, this sort of thing? Yeah, yeah I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. They were how's it go, Dave? Hmm? How's it go? It's like a gamer, <laughs> Dave does, doesn't he? Experienced gamer. You can tell oh, uh, it's all the That's cheese grommet, that is. I, was, yeah. I used to like the ones like this. What was that? <laughs> Where you went along the beach and you know, a girl with a hair flowing and a guy driving with glasses on. What was that? Was that watch? No, no, no. Um a oh, computer game? Yeah, it's mine um, it's probably a Sims. Commodore. It's probably a Commodore to be fair. I had uh, a Commodore and an Amiga. Was it beach something? Something like that. Anyway, you went through different terrains in the. Anyway, I'll move on. Um, just say on that point, I am old enough to remember playing. Uh, was it called Pong, which was basically the yeah, tennis the game first one. Yeah. side. No, uh, I, the I, first I, game I can remember. I'm that old. I remember playing that, and I was absolutely seventy-eight or seventy-nine. I was babysitting for my brother. I mean, the baby could have cried all night. I would not have heard it. <laughs> And where the time went, I don't know. I know. And you could get it going through a little hole, couldn't you, as well? The ball. Remember? So instead of just playing each other over the net, you just... Anyway. Right. <laughs> there's a middle, there's a gap in the middle. Yeah. So you've got to, it, it's more strategical. You're not as young as you look, are you? I'm 107. <laughs> Number four, sweets. Can you believe that? Sweets. Sweets. Yeah. Ungrateful. That's ungrateful. No, but I'm imagine you taking bounties back, Dave. But I don't oh, think yes. you can take sweets. Yes. But apparently. also, sweets are great because you can just repackage them to somebody yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. What's the point in returning? People that you see over Christmas, they don't go Birthday. back. We're, also, we're not what are they? Three ninety nine. We're not saying these are normal people, <laughs> but this is just the statistic. Number no, five, number five, get this, candles. Yeah, there's a lot of candles aboard. You see my house at Christmas, and there's a lot, not my house, the, the, the family Christmas. There's a lot of candles between the girls. Secret Santas at the well, Same thing as the sweets. Yeah, you can pass them on. Six there's a lot was, of hurt feelings um, out here for no reason for these poor people that have bought these gifts and they've got returned. Yeah. Kate sat there going, got that, had that, <laughs> had that, had that. Had that. Clothes. To a charity He's show. wearing the slippers now. Yes. 
six is clothes and jewelry. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> she got a candle on the desk next to her. <laughs> yeah. Have you got your gym wear on? I've got that. Let's go. Oh, oh no. there we go. Nice. Hang on. Let me get. Let me get my frying pan out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, tennis racket. Sorry. <laughs> so that's eight. That's number six, clothes and gym wear. Seven, which I didn't think people bought anymore, DVDs. Mm, I, didn't I didn't think they got bought anymore, really. No. Perhaps they haven't got a DVD player. That's why I took them back. Yeah. Probably. So also, it's like, if somebody gives me a DVD, I'm going, you don't, why? Yeah. Well, just get me a Netflix like gift card or something like that. That's, that's more useful. People. It's old people, Neil. That's what it is. <laughs> we, we don't realise that DVDs are, you know, so yesterday. Did it say whether it's VHS or Betamax? <laughs> Moving on, number eight, again, which is quite surprising, toddler clothing. Okay, that's more understandable if they don't fit yeah. with the kids. That mm. is more understandable. Size-wise, I suppose, you know, if you... I can take it back and get the money. Sorry, doesn't fit my kid. He's 25. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take it back and get the money. Can you say, well, we're just talking about that. Who knows what an Uddy is? A, a what? An yes. Uddy. A onesie, an Uddy. Yeah, Uddy. I know what one is. Yeah. yeah. My, my daughter sent me a picture after Christmas because she was going back to work on the 27th, whenever it was. And but she was working from home and she sent me this picture and I said, What the and I mean she just she was surrounded by this thing. And I went, What the hell are you wearing? She said, An Udi. I went, What the hell? I've never heard of the damn thing. Oh, they're yeah. all the rage. I need to get myself yeah. one, to be honest. Yeah, I'm, just I'm just not up, I'm just not down with the kids, obviously. You're not age. Say it after me. Hoodie. No, it's an Udi, isn't it? Yeah, hoodie. Down here it's a hoodie. You live, you live in posh Bogner. Anyway. That is a um, contribution in terms. <laughs> number nine is glassware. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Again, That's can what... be repackaged. Yeah. All of these things can be repackaged, can't they, really? It's... You don't work for the recycling unit, do you, the local authority? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't, but if they do want to sponsor the channel, yeah. I'm open yeah. to it. Yeah, good point. <laughs> And number 10 was makeup. Now that seems a bit weird, but maybe it's not. Yeah, weird. you would. If you get a wrong lippy, that's going back because that's never getting worn. It shouldn't be on this program. You, get a lot you of don't have that wall. problem, Dave. A lot, lot of lippy on here, I'll tell you. Dave <laughs> <laughs> never has the wrong lippy. <laughs> so. I can actually, I remember before I married my wife, I bought what I thought was some a lovely set of jewellery for Christmas and she made me take it all back. You didn't like it. You had to take it back. Yes, you made me take it back. Oh, that's hard. But I, I did learn from that because my wife is an identical twin. So everything I then bought, I ran past the sister first. And do you like this? And if the sister liked it, I knew she would. I'd have made her take it back. <laughs> <laughs> With no receipt. No, exactly. Yeah, try, try and get your money back on that one, love. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway. Any more, Dave? Well, I mean, do you want? You got 10. Oh, did you do 10? Sorry, I wasn't. I've lost count. Is there any other surprising it. ones on there? Um, you're like, why is that on there? Well, sweets to me was a big surprise. Sweets yeah. is weird. Mm. Mm, that is a totally. 
low pitch I, I of the Rucker Welsh. Sure. Mind you, there's yeah. a lot on there that I... Uh, Sweet is a very well described chat shit get banged return present. If you took, yeah. if I was the owner of the sweet shop and you bought some sweets back, there's um, no, it's not happening. <laughs> I can understand if it's you know that pants that were too pants. tight. Yeah, <laughs> in your dreams. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the worst thing you want to do is open your Christmas present. It's underwear and it's small. Yeah, <laughs> and it's your wife. Thank you. What <laughs> 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 about selection boxes? Well, they'd be See, one that doesn't go them. back. I mean, you don't want everything that's in there necessarily, but they just get donated to other yeah. members. Well, somebody, family. somebody in the family will eat them, won't they? The underwear. That's and Dave, my back. Depending where you bought it from, of course. Eat your pants. <laughs> this was something we had a New Year's Day party, and somebody bought us these, and I don't like organic uh, dark chocolate. They oh, are, they're yeah. beautiful. They are, yeah. Yeah, I have all that all the time. Oh, do you? Yeah. I couldn't believe it. How nice it tastes. No, they hadn't either. Yeah, I it's lovely that... chocolate. Green and black, so I thought they made tents. Well, they do. <laughs> Chris gave me that, and I... Chris gave me that, and I got him to return it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you, 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 Kate and uh, and Neil won't because you, your babies, but you used to get the uh, the selection boxes that were in a stocking. Yeah, yeah. And oh yeah, I used them. to get those. Yeah, from my nan. Did you? Oh, you see those sorts of things. We should we should still be able to. And get. I used to get a bit from my nan as well, a toffee with a hammer, which was oh. great. Oh, no, I never got that. Yeah, a little toffee hammer. We knew in jail at the time when it was like, you know, to break out. <laughs> you love this one. My son-in-law, one of them, he used to get from his mother every year a box of, is it Newbury fruits or something like that? And he hates them. But he never had the guts to tell her he didn't like them. So every year he used to have these same present turning up. And, and he, had to, he had to give them to somebody else. Because he couldn't deal with it. Here we go then. Let me get that. The Did worst she watch the show, Dave? Because she's found out now a really horrible way. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't even know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> but all right then, let's go around. Neil, we'll start with you. Worst present you've ever received. Um I think there was just a time where my brother just decided, you know what? I'm just going to make everything a joke present. So I got mm. like a popcorn outfit, um, like a fancy dress party. I got a chub roll from him. Uh, it was just like 20 pounds worth of just nonsense. And mm. I actually got him a nice present as well. So he goes, it's funny. And I went, it's not funny because I got <laughs> you something nice. So I got a load of just nonsense, like, yeah, dog treats and stuff like that. It was just, it was, yeah. That was that was a weird one, but nothing in particular. I think people, there's not I, money is still a really good present, even though it doesn't seem like a lot of effort. But nowadays, now we everything's paid by card. Money, I think, goes a long way. Maybe cost of living crisis, things like that. But if you don't know, if you don't want to overthink it, give me some money. I'm more than fine with that. My my four kids this year, or I mean, these days, kids, if they want something, they go out and buy it. You know, it's not like when I was growing up, like October onwards, wait, for, wait, wait till Christmas, wait till Christmas. My four kids this year all ended up with just money transferred into their account. But that's what, they, you know, they could they could get what they wanted because nobody yeah. could make their mind of what they wanted. And 
it was just easier. Uh, Kate, your worst ever present? I don't think I've ever had a really horrible present. What about them? Oh. What about them slippers? I bought them myself, thanks. Oh, did you? Left of the cheek. Um, I don't know. I, don't, I think I've been quite fortunate. I've never really had anything that I've thought, oh my good God. I think I've been quite fortunate on that one. Yeah, I think I'm all right. What's yours, I, Dave? I think when I was very young, I used to go around my auntie and uncle's Christmas Eve and stay with them. Um, and my mum and dad come around or we'd go back to our house on Christmas Day. And there was one year I got shed loads of presents, but they were all jumpers. So I kept on wrapping all these things. And all these, you know, the women used to knit in those days, didn't they? All these <laughs> knitted jumpers. And then by the time the eighth one opened, oh, not another bloody jumper and threw it across the room. Unfortunately, that was the one my auntie who was in bed with at the time and my uncle got for me. <laughs> so, hang on, hang on, hang on. That was your auntie who you were in bed with. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't mean it like that. I was seven or something. <laughs> so you say. <laughs> and, and you know your Christmas stockings used to get. Um, I always, for some reason, they must have used it. Hello, Operation U Tree. I always had a bloody walnut at, walnut at the bottom. Did you? Oh, sat, dear. Satsuma and a walnut. I used to, yeah. Lump of coal? Yeah. No. Yeah, no. Satsumas is a thing, but what, just the one walnut? Just one. And I, I reckon it's the same one every year. <laughs> I have no idea why. Should we tell They were a devil to open, <laughs> though, weren't they? Oh, I cracked what, it in the end. What were they called? They were like, uh, it was like a chocolate pyramid with like white fondant inside and a walnut on the top. Walnut oh, yeah. Walnut oh, yeah. Walnut wits. Walnut wits, yes. Now they were. Oh, nice. my mum loves a walnut wit. Oh, hey. <laughs> 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 That's a nickname They're for old school, though. I don't, you don't see them anymore. Maybe in the pound shop sometimes. So much you do not see. I tell you what, them pretty selection tin things these days, heroes and celebrations, they get smaller every damn year. They do. They absolutely do. And the sweets. Uh, yeah. Oh. The actual size of them. Yeah. It's the marketing behind it. Because they either do two things. They Because because of, because of things that happen, like inflation, they, on, this, the price goes up, you either make them smaller or you increase the price. Either way, people are pissed. Mm. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, one year, you know the Secret Santas you still work? Or maybe yeah. you didn't. Um, I got one one year. I don't know who it's from because it's a secret, but it was a voucher for um, Woolworths or something when they were in. It was expired. It expired, <laughs> in, expired in November. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder they kept it a secret. Yeah. yeah. They've just emptied the purse on the day thinking, shit, I've got Dave and I forgot to buy him a present. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, what, what did I get last year that I can read? Yeah. <laughs> oh, was voucher. He'll like that. Chris is getting that... a Wilco's voucher next Christmas. I'm going to say, <laughs> had, had combust at, oh, I used to love Woolworths. At, uh, I used to love their Christmas the ad. Was great. The pick and mix was great. Oh, yeah, it certainly was. It was. Well, right, gentlemen and ladies, thank you so very much. Um, I think we've uh, we've covered everything. We will do the same again next week. Um, Neil, thank you very much for popping on. I hope we've not scarred you too much. 
Um, your link is available in the description below. But again, just give everybody a shout out about where they can find you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, just beyond the 90. So again, you can you see the logo here. But again, if you click down, you can find us at beyond the 90. But yeah, thanks for having me on, Chris. Bit good fun. Quite like trying to do it. Brilliant. Thanks for coming on, mate. Beyond the 90, great Leicester channel. Go over there and you're not subscribed to it yet. Do it straight away. All the best, mate. And uh, come Cheers, on, Chris. Take Thanks care. Nice to meet you guys. See you later. Kate, oh, that's good. thank you very much for coming on. Um, re reasonably clean today. Uh, wasn't reasonably too, too clean. Rude. Yes. Yeah. An yeah. adequate yeah. amount for the new year. And what, sorry? Adequate amount for the new year. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and and we got year. to see your amazing slippers as well. Oh. I got so many pairs of slipper socks for Christmas because people know how much I hate having cold feet. If I go to anybody's house, I take my slippers. I'm that person. It, so I've got quite a lot of slippers this year, which is great. I hate slippers. And I, oh. I, I wear slipper socks or socks. But I just yeah, I got slipper socks and slippers. Yeah, just great, just great, Chris, just great. Yes. Oh, hang on. What's Dave getting off here? Oh, look. Oh, Dave, they look, they look brilliant. Yeah. Hold it for a bit. Oh, yeah. That's I didn't great. get any this year. These are last year's. Yeah. But they're, they're Velcro as well, which is good for my age. <laughs> <laughs> You've just got the sock on. Poor show. <laughs> Well, it's a Christmas sock as well. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a bit... You're on the cusp of being in bad luck if you're wearing Christmas stuff now. It's the 12 days of Christmas. No, because I have washed it since, you know. <laughs> you still shouldn't wear Christmas socks. <laughs> no, no oh, now let me tell you, I've got to ask you this, and uh, Dave will know the answer to this because he was probably... Um, well, hopefully he was listening to the show this morning that I got up really, really early to do. Um how many days should you, or that's the maximum number of days you should wear pajamas for before you wash them? What's the maximum well, number of days? Probably like three or four. Were you listening? No, <laughs> it was three. It was, was three. It? Yes. But apparently, there there can be um, sweat and uh, yeah, skin I'm and, and oh. other he said and other substances. Now, what was, I don't We nearly know. got away with it. We got to the end of the show and we nearly did it. We nearly That's did it. Way. It's an American scientist, of course. You know, so, I thought And I won't tell you the other story that I brought up, which was about cleaning your belly button, but we'll leave oh. that one for next week. Kate, thank you very much, as always, for coming on. Uh, give yourself Great a shout-out you, as to where, uh, where people can... Um, can find you. Yeah, I'm on Twitter at Kate Blakey Forty. Kate so Blakey Forty, and she doesn't look a a, a a year over thirty, does she? Kate, how old's your dad, Kate? He is seventy six shortly. Oh, okay, not too bad then. Not too it bad. as old as you do. He went to the sixty nine cup final, I think. Was it? 69? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was only I was only a child. I'm sure we did, or was it 60, whatever? No, 69, 69. Yeah, we got relegated as well. I I cannot believe that your poster boy was Alan Shearer. Oh, honestly, it was unusual. Yeah, it wasn't. All my girl mates were like, who the hell's that? Like, didn't follow football. And I just, I was, I was absolutely obsessed. I had videos. I had the shirts with Nuki Brown on the front. 
I had I had everything. I had all these posters. Had newspaper cuttings. Yeah, I was just he was just my absolute hero. I loved him. Absolutely loved him. So we don't do that anymore, do we? No. We do that. That and was it that? Wasn't that his celebration? Oh yeah, that right. yeah. Yeah. In fact, though, I think I think we should probably leave leave, leave Kate with this. If you're still with us, anybody watching, thank you very much for sticking by. <laughs> and from the Newcastle fan, we'll say goodbye. Uh, are, you, are you going on the on Saturday? I am indeed, yep. I'll be there. Who are Newcastle playing? <laughs> we will speak on Saturday, Kate. Thank you. No very worries. Much. All right. See you then. Stay Take day. care, guys. You look bye after bye. yourself Saturday. I will do. Yeah, I will do. Yeah. Right. Later. Yeah. Bye. Good See ya. It's Coventry, isn't it, on Saturday? I know. I know. Um, could could be interesting, but the weather's going to be absolutely there, uh, by all accounts. Dave, I know you don't have anything that you want people to follow you on. Well, I thought about that. I thought we might as well do the Twitter, might we? At S-R-Y-H-I-L-S radio. There we go. That's how to follow Dave. I think um, there must have been a shortage of letters when we set it up 10 years ago. <laughs> well, at least it's snappier than the Facebook page for me. Surrey Hills, <coughs> Surrey Hills Community Radio Breakfast Show News and Events. I mean, that's a real snappy title, isn't it? Well, good. But the alternative was uh, a nightmare. <laughs> Stay online because I want to have a quick one with you afterwards. Right. Um, but thanks very much as always, Dave. And uh, right, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do it all again next week. See you soon. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Uh, thanks to Dave. Thanks to Kate. Thanks to Neil. And thanks to everybody that was uh, in the chat. And if you've been listening on the podcast, Thank you so very much as well. Um, I know there's only a, a few of you left in, but if you are still in, please do support the channel and do what it says there, uh, which is basically like, share, subscribe, and all the rest and all the others as well. Please, please do that. Uh, we were going to be back on Thursday when we'll be speaking to a gentleman from, I think it's Matt from Sky Blues, Fan TV uh, ahead of the return against Coventry. Uh, are we going to get, I think, is it the third double that we're going to get this season uh, if we beat them? Fingers crossed. It's Coventry. We've got to beat them. And talking of derbies, which we were early with Neil, of course, it was, it is the M69 derby. And as Brad always says, it's derby's not a derby unless it's got a motorway named after it. Uh, I will see you then at seven o'clock on uh, Thursday. Uh, with Craig and Matt. Take care. Stay safe. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too or I'll be back. The TalkSport Fan Network is the ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Including Leicester Till I Die. Independent analysis and reaction for the Foxes faithful. The TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Follow the podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network.
it's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.